Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. I am trying a new mic this week so hopefully this one is better and not worse. My old one seems to be making a lot of fuzzy noise in the background so I thought it was time to level up and I've got this particular little one that hopefully will make life a bit easier. But anyway, let's get into the episode. The last few weeks have been very mixed baggy for me. There's been a lot of new things happening in my life as well as closing out some of old stuff that's happening on in my life as well and you may or may not know for the last nine years I've been working on a nine-year civil contract which is coming to its end. There was talk of an extension out till June 2025 however with the current economy that changed due to good old restructuring. Not that there's a lot I can do about that but it has put me in a little bit of an interesting situation. What I do in my nine to five is relatively niched and even though a lot of my skills are completely transferable into different roles with current employment being so cutthroat these days it has been an interesting journey so far there is not a lot of options out there and I'm finding myself applying for roles that in my heart of heart I'm not even sure I want to do I have been lucky I've been on a few interviews one of them is my absolute dream job but sadly I'm certain they're looking for a unicorn and with that I mean they have a checklist a mile long that although I am absolutely 100% certain that I can be their unicorn staff member for them over a short period of time. It wouldn't take me long to get up to speed at all and I'm fairly certain they will potentially look at someone else or not find that person at all. I think I would even take a slight pay cut to do this role. Now that is how much I would love, love, love to get the job. Anyway, I'll keep you in the loop. No good putting negatives out there, but I'm only human and let's face it, you can't fart rainbows all the time. I do have a pre-job interview on Tuesday that if I get it, although slightly outside of my main field, I know that there would be potential career options attached to that role. So if I can stick it out for a few years, the pay is less, yes, which is something I would have to seriously factor in. The travels also more than what I certainly currently do, but it would continue to put food on the table and my mortgage paid while I build my consulting business. In saying that, my health and safety accreditation did come through, which is super exciting And because it is something I've been working towards for a number of years now, it's like basically a master builder accreditation of health and safety and very, very exciting. I've been working with a number of clients over the last month getting their health and safety systems up to scratch and ready to go through the auditing process for GAP. So GAP, G-A-P, stands for Good Agriculture Practices, which refers to the certification systems that is basically use a set to standards for the safe and sustainable production of kiwi fruit. So Zespri is one of the biggest employers, I suppose, out there for kiwi fruit and they have some very firm systems and standards that they like their clients to have. And as I live in the Bay of Plenty, kiwi fruit is one of the biggest industries in this region. So most of the clients I work with in the kiwi fruit industry itself basically are 
in that industry in some way or another. I work with beekeepers and contractors that do physical works on kiwifruit orchards, which gives me a nice level of diversity within my consulting business. Now, I can hear you thinking, if if you've got a consultancy business and you have got clients, why don't I just go all in and focus on that aspect of my business? I would absolutely love to do my own thing. And I know that one of the biggest things holding me back is fear. Fear of failure, fear of not having enough money coming in, covering my mortgage, fear of not being able to provide an income that is stable enough to keep paying the mortgage, which is really ridiculous because I know that my skill and what I do around health and safety and especially the way I do my role in helping businesses, you know, business owners create their health and safety systems that are customized completely to suit their business, not some shop shelf system that is generically designed to show due diligence when it comes to the current health and safety legislation. Every business is unique. Every person is unique. So why treat businesses and individuals as if they are exactly the same as everybody else? I know right now I have a lot of balls juggling in the air and being torn between taking the leap of you know, building my own consultancy, continuing doing my bees and following my horticultural passions of developing my own mushroom growing business. My basically, my um, over the years with my bees, I've had to scale back dramatically due to kind time constraints with my current employment and my twelve-year-old daughter. Not to mention the weather has been absolutely atrocious, making life really difficult. Under my current employment, I have a vehicle that they allow me to use to do my bees, which obviously after the thirty-first of October this year, I'll no longer have, which has again made it a little bit difficult in regards to buying a new vehicle that is reliable with a little, well, basically with the little amount of money I do currently have saved that I would like to reinvest in my business rather than in a vehicle. And that means potential advertising around creating customised health and safety systems, which instead I'd be having to use for a vehicle. This Work I want, you know, I am currently doing as part of my consultancy. I do from home and I do not need a fancy setup. And it would also give me, if I could go full time in it, the flexibility around having my daughter home during school holidays, after school, before school, you name it. And mushrooms I can do from home. I have a container sitting there as in a 20 foot uh, shipping container that I can convert into a grow room. I have done a full business plan and it shows quite a nice tidy profit over time. And I could work within the resource consent restrictions for an urban environment. And I also know of a particular landowner that could and would give me space to have containers on his property that I could further develop to increase growing space. Actually, come to think of it, some of the byproduct that he has in his business creates may actually work in my favour. Now that's something I'm definitely going to have to investigate. As you can tell, I've done a lot of homework to do and I I have a lot of homework to do, sorry, and I really do have to do some serious soul searching around doing what I love and or continuing to do a nine to five. I do not have a lot of savings available to me because obviously with everything getting so expensive and me being a single mum, But I also know how terribly unhappy I have been in my current employment and that has been hanging over me for probably the last three or four years. I'm stuck, I've basically stuck with it due to personal circumstances, changing mostly my marriage failing and obviously my daughter growing up. She has literally just turned, she had literally just turned three when I started the role 
And at the time, it was an absolute lifeline and an amazing opportunity. Now I'm starting to think I stayed in the role way too long and this is basically the universe hitting me with a Mack truck telling me it's time to pull my socks up, stop hiding and get very clear on my visions for the future. I must admit after all this time, I didn't realize how tired I was. So to add to all the complications, a couple of weeks ago, I had a nasty fall when I was playing soccer with the kids. I smashed my hand on the concrete that we were playing on, and trust me, it was not pretty. Those kids couldn't stop laughing, but boy, did it hurt. When I started this job nine years ago, I was, what, 25 kgs lighter, and also having come from the field straight out of doing my arboriculture work, I was fairly fit and this current job has seen me with my backside in a chair for eight hours, you know, eight hours a day basically. And as a result of the fall, I have been struggling. Well, it's, I'll be honest with you, it's quite a nasty, painful finger. I finally ended up going to the doctors and they x-rayed it. It's not broken, which is great. Or is it? Apparently they reckon that um, ligament and what do you call it, Yeah, ligament damage, tendon, that's right, tendon and ligaments um, damage can take a lot longer to heal. And basically, as my job is predominantly typing, it never used to be, but as the customer service element of the role increased, so did the paperwork. The doctor pretty much took me straight off work and put me on ACC, which is a form of governmental payouts for accidents in which you're always paying levies in your salary and wages. And I've never really taken a, you know, been part of that system before so it's again a new learning curve I've never taken time off from my job either it was an absolute you know this has been absolute crap timing that it's happening towards my end of my contract as well but having the first week off struggling to come to terms with finding out uh, that I've been made redundant uh, in a damaged hand obviously trying to keep my chin up knowing that come November if I don't find something I could lose the house it really did feel like the world was crashing around me I'm a workaholic even though COVID, even you know sort of through COVID I didn't stop working either which most of the crews I worked with did so I didn't actually get that break that basically the world tended to have gotten now that I'm starting to realize has also been catching up with me in some form and shape now that first week home after the doctor put me off work was an absolute disaster. I've never felt so low, but I'm starting to realize I almost needed that time to grieve and start finding out what I really want to do with my life. The second week, I started to pull my finger out of my backside and found ways to work with my clients that didn't require me to sit there typing all day for my health and safety work. And the beauty is because I was in control of my own hours, I could work until my hands started hurting and then I could go off and do something else, which is not something I can do in my current day job, obviously. After the second week, my medical certification ran out and I diligently went back to work thinking, I got this, I can do this. And only after four days with a screaming hand, I ended up going back to the doctor, basically being told off for overdoing it with my hand and being slapped with another three weeks off work from my day job. Now, I have to go to hand therapy of all things, which is physiotherapy, but pretty much just for the hand. I must admit, 
I am starting to acknowledge and realize that this is me potentially burning out. I'm having to really take a good look at my current situation, my current aspirations and my goals. Have I spent the last nine years in basically complete robot mode? I know I have consistently performed in my role. I climbed the salary ladder to basically a six-figure salary. And in every performance review, my employer was happy with my performance over the year. The staff I have continue to have a very low turnover and have genuinely stayed working on the contract. So I know that my ability to work with staff is right up there, but somewhere in that constant to push to continue to put food on the table for my daughter, did I lose who I am? And now I keep asking myself, did I close myself off to other potential opportunities because of playing it safe and that fear of stepping outside of my comfort zone? And has it taken this long and to this point a redundancy and a busted hand for me to finally see how miserable I truly have been in that particular nine to five, especially as I've helped a number of my personal business clients reach absolutely new income levels. One of them this year with the business plan I created for him, he'll be earning close to half a million dollars on his own and another one tracking to meet their $1.6 million turnover goal and others consistently creating and hitting their next level targets. If I can do it for them, I can do it for myself but I do know that for the next few weeks while I'm off on sick leave and my hand heals I will continue to obviously job hunt. I will continue to seriously focus on growing my own consultancy business and really start looking at what I can do from home. I have a month and a half of income and loads of potential opportunities that I can still take advantage of. Basically only time will tell. Fear is a scary thing and it can help us can help keep us very small in business and without risk and actively getting off your backside, which is very literal for me because of my being stuck in my chair for eight hours a day. You cannot grow as a business or a person if you stay stuck. And I'm genuinely looking forward to the challenges ahead. The clients I will be able to help in the future and the opportunities that will hopefully reignite my passion for entrepreneurship, for business, for life. So I did a little bit of a quick brainstorm and acknowledge that being made redundant can be stressful and uncertain, right? That my whole world felt like it was imploding. However, there are several things, several things I can do to help myself get back on track and find my next steps. And I figured this was a great time to share them. The first is something I struggle to do regardless of my situation, and that is to take some time for myself. In this case, take some time for yourself. It's important to take a step back and allow yourself time to process the situation. Take some time to relax, do things you enjoy, and think about what you want for your future. I think that was what the first week of my injury time off really was. It was a time to reflect and to grieve. I think the injury to my hand may have come at an amazing time to give me an opportunity to take a step back and assess my situation. Otherwise, I think I would have just kept pushing through to the end of my contract and potentially burnt myself out even more. The next step is something, well, it's something I haven't done really for a long time, and that's to update my resume and cover letters. 
Make sure your resume and cover letters are up to date and tailored to the type of job you're applying for. Highlighting your skills and experience that are relevant to the role. Now, this on its own, I find, can take a lot of time because every job is different and it's hard to send just a generic CV and a basically generic cover letter. So make sure you give yourself plenty of time when you are looking at applying for roles. The following step is something that I have struggled with, and that is networking. So reach out to friends, family, and former colleagues to let them know you're looking for work, attend job fairs and networking events in your industry to meet new people and potential employers. I felt embarrassed to let people know that my contract had ended, even though it's just business. It had nothing to do with my performance or my capabilities. It's just business, although it's hard not to take it personally. The next is something that I have been investigating, not necessarily for upskilling, but for things that will help improve my personal consultancy work, and that is to consider taking a course. Look into courses or training programs that can help you develop new skills or enhance your existing ones. This can help make you a more attractive candidate to potential employers. I think I will be looking more into social media and content creation and potentially doing some sales and marketing papers through one of the polytechs that they offer free courses at just so that I can improve on areas where it pays to be current to continue providing next level service for my clients. And this last point is something that I also need to work on and that is to be open-minded. Don't limit yourself to only one type of job or industry, be open to new opportunities and consider taking on temporary or contract work to gain experience and broaden your skills. Most importantly, I have to you know, remain positive and trust that tomorrow will bring that perfect opportunity and income that is going to change myself and my daughter's future for the better. I hope that the points I've raised in today's episode were helpful. I know this podcast episode is slightly different to my normal style and the information I provided, but I was called to do this episode and I hope it was well received. So much is going on in my life and I really hope that you are all well and basically your world is rocking. <laughs> Let me know if there are any topics you would like me to cover in a future episode or if you have any business questions, please do reach out. You can reach me through the normal channels at my the website bizyouup.com or on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. If you're if I'm really organized, which I have been, uh, the standstill link with my ebooks and freebies will, are also linked in the show notes. And if you are ready to get clear on your business goals and boost your productivity and revenue, I invite you to work with me one on one private um, in my private business development containers. And as I've mentioned before, no, you don't have to have a business size. I do help private clients with the goal setting and achieving those goals. Flick me a DM and let's chat to see how we can work together and let's buzz you up. Till next week, thank you for listening and spending your time with me. I truly appreciate you. Have an amazingly abundant week and I'll buzz you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at BizYouUp page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P dot com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz your later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.